Okay, everyone, welcome to week four of the Offside Trap podcast. What a game today. Liverpool just coming back to their original selves. Nine goals. Nine goals. Um, we had some other, you know, good games in the league. United, boring. Um, no one cared about that game. And then, uh, you know, City come back, Arsenal come back. So it was a packed weekend. So we're going to go through Liverpool versus Bournemouth first. Then we'll talk about Man U, Southampton. And then we'll talk about some of the other moments in the in the other games, uh, City, our City and Arsenal's games. And then we'll touch on the Champions League draw. Obviously, that was, that was a big, big thing this past weekend. Hey, did, hey uh... Oh, that's right. You guys, you guys, Sorry, you guys you. aren't in that league. Okay, okay, all right. Never mind. Uh, but we'll talk about Champions League draw because you know my team's in there. Um, and then a little special segment today is uh, we're going to talk about Indian matchmaking. You know, season season two. two as as two single Indian guys in San Francisco, we've got some things to say. So. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure great. everyone who's seen the show has some uh, has some thoughts and enjoyed it. But we've got some things to say. So follow all of our socials, like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, you know, we we appreciate all the feedback we've been getting. But keep it going. Share these videos with with all your friends and coworkers, whoever is in, interested in, in soccer. Um, but yeah, so let's kick it off. I think you know the first thing we're going to talk about is Liverpool versus Bournemouth, the absolute beatdown. So here we go, man. I told you we need to take a smelling salt, Woo! and we took a smelling salt. We came out like fucking gangbusters, dude. Just on it. Second minute goal. Fifth minute goal. Four, minutes, four goals, 30 minutes. I mean, it was so nice to watch. Incredible. I mean, you, there's there's, just, there's nothing went wrong today. You know, I think the only thing you could probably say is maybe, you know, Mo didn't score. He had a couple of big chances that he missed, but, you know, it happens. Nine goals, man. Ties the biggest, uh, biggest win margin in Premier League history, I think. You guys did this to Southampton a couple years ago. Um, yeah, we did. I don't know how, just how shit you guys have been the last five years. So, I mean, aberration. But, I mean, it was crazy. It was, everything kind of clicked. And you could kind of just see, like, you know, Klopp's usually an animated character. He was just like, it was almost like he was in shock too. Like he, you know, the first goal win and second goal win, he's like, okay, this is perfect. And then we just kept on scoring. And then he just sat down the rest of, like, the whole second half. He was just sitting down, just big smile on his face. Like, every Liverpool fan, I think, watched that game so many just, just smile. Amazing, man. It was, it was incredible. Why did it take four games for this performance? And what do you think Jurgen Klopp told the players after getting a beatdown for my team Monday night? <laughs> um... Look, I I think this team and this coach have earned the right to just you to, to just trust them because they've set the bar so high over the last, 
you know, three, four seasons, minus the one season when Van Dyke was injured. That bar has been set so high. So any slip up, you know, especially against this city team is almost like the league is gone, right? You know, apparently there was a meeting that they had and Jurgen Klopp, the quote was, he got some things off his chest. I think they just needed some sort of wake-up call. I think the game against you guys was the perfect wake-up call because it happened on Monday night. That was the most watched, I think, Monday night game in uh, in 10 years, I think, on Sky Sports in the UK. Yeah, it so, was. And didn't you enjoy listen, it? Listen, I know. I, I told you. I give your team props, but you won one game against the shit Liverpool team. So um, take it easy. But we... Like I said, they, this team, the players, they've they've won everything. So you got to trust them. And they reacted. You know, there's one way. You know, you always want a reaction, and you got it. But you got the perfect reaction. You got a clean sheet. Joe Gomez immense today. Van Dyke back to his old self, and then goals from everywhere today. Just the perfect thing. Anfield was bouncing. I mean, it was it was beautiful to watch. You know. Do you think Bournemouth at home was the perfect tonic for Liverpool, given their slow start to the season? Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth's slow start, but they've been, I mean, to just be promoted and then you get City, Arsenal, Liverpool, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, you're going to get shit-pumped in a few of those games. And today was just an absolute, it was classic shit-pumping. So it was it was a perfect thing. You know, we've got Newcastle next, so that's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a true, true test. Um, I think that could be a cracking fix. Oh, yeah. You like that, huh? Yeah. Um, Come on, dude. Dude, no, it was, it was crazy. I th- and the, the thing was, all the easy ones, like Mo had a tap-in that he missed in the first half, and then he had this Fabinho kind of dinked it over the defense, and Mo took it down, and he just hit it over the bar. Those are two, you could say, tap-ins for Mo. But the other goals were all just really quality finishes. I mean, the two headers from Diaz, Firmino was a little bit of luck. And by the way, Firmino, that was a vintage Firmino game. Just the guy was just showing up everywhere. The link-up play was there, the back heels. He was doing all kinds of shit. Um, scored a no-look goal. Amazing. That was a vintage. I don't think he scored a home goal in two years, I think I heard in the commentary, 2020 was the last time he scored a home goal. Bobby's back. Frosted Tips FC is back. Harvey Elliott. The kids are playing great. Carvalho Elliott had these one-time finishes. Incredible. The challenge for Liverpool now is can they go on like a seven, eight-game winning run, right? Because that's probably what they need given their start. Yeah. And you got to hope uh, City drop a couple of games. But... And now we've got two games a week coming up every week till everyone goes for the World Cup in mid-November. So I think teams will be dropping points. There'll be some injuries. The five subs will come into play. I think we're in for an interesting couple of months. But can Liverpool go on that run? Well, that's the thing is we, we've done that. You know, when this team is healthy, they've done it. It's, especially when, like, we're not healthy right now. But guys are starting to come back, I think. But the big ones are like if Van Van Dyke obviously needs to stay healthy, Mo needs to stay healthy, Allison as well. I think those core three, Diaz, I think right now as well because we don't have Mane. Those four, and maybe you know a few Trent, 
those guys, if they're all healthy in the stretch, people come back. This team has proven it, so I'm going to trust them. They've done this before. I mean, when they lost to you, we lost to you guys Monday. I think our last loss was December last year. So we can we can go on a run. That's not an issue. It's it's just now of getting these guys back healthy, and it looks like we're going to be in, we're in for a midfielder. So we've got four days left in the transfer window, and I, I think we're going to go after someone to to go in. And you know, like I said, Frankie, the rumors are heating up. We're gonna we're gonna just snipe him from you guys. I don't know why Frankie would want to go to a mediocre club. Well, clubs won nineteen league titles when we won twenty. How many have you won in the last 10? That's not important. What, uh, the total count What is. do you guys... Uh, you guys have games on Thursdays these, this year, right? What is that league called? Well, we got a league game on what Thursday is, uh, this week. Europa League. Who'd you guys draw? Some Cyprus teams? Yeah, yeah. Have we fun. So have fun, try, uh, have yeah. fun traveling yeah. to Cyprus we will. with, the, we with will. your team. Yeah. Ronaldo playing in Cyprus. The mighty Ronaldo and Casemiro. Flying over to well, Cyprus. For sure. We don't know if Ronaldo's gonna still be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, come Wednesday. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, and by the way, I did want to bring this up. You're one of your favorite DJs of all time. What's his name again? Just say this. You, did you see this? But by, by the way, no, I didn't. Uh, your guy, Calvin Harris. Guess what he was doing this weekend? You, the you, you, you want to take a guess? My guy. So he played in the Ibiza last night, the standard Calvin Harris things. He was at the game. Tickets from the big man Verge. There's your, there's your DJ. Calvin Harris. All right. <laughs> no longer listening to his music. I've unfollowed him on Spotify. Right, right, right. Sure. Who the fucks follows people on Spotify? So let's talk about you guys now. Um, you guys had a little 1-0. Uh -huh. Boring game. Boring game. Boring. I think uh, Manchester United won, Southampton nil. Big win. A uh, few positives coming out from the game. You know, it felt like the last time we clipped a keen sheet, uh, I think Friends was broadcasting live on TV. Uh, and it's been a while since our last away win. I think last time we won away from home, Apple came out with their iPhone 1. Uh, it's been a while. And... Back-to-back -back wins. Last time we did that, I think Michael Jordan was still playing basketball for the Bulls. So, a lot of positives coming out from the game. Big win for us. Um, you know, first half, we started off a bit slow. Um, maybe a bit of Very jet lag slow. from the Liverpool it was, game. It was a little slow. Uh, yeah, I mean, they ran ragged uh, on Monday. So, I think that was normal. But I think... The big thing coming out of that is you need that high intensity from minute one. Uh, we were lucky Southampton didn't come out flying out of the blocks. Uh, we only had one great moment to speak of. A couple of good chances in that moment. Uh, Southampton saved off the line in the first half. Uh, but they grew into the game uh, in the second quarter, should I say. And they had uh, three good chances to take the lead. So at halftime, uh, Southampton should have been at least one up. I can't help but think uh, Martinez was the difference uh, as to why we went in halftime. No, no. I think if Maguire started the game, we'd definitely be one. Um, that's not worrying to you that you guys were probably should have been down. 
because I I only watched yeah, I only watched highlights. I didn't get to watch the the whole game, but I the highlights was all Southampton until you guys scored. No, yeah, uh, it's definitely concerning. I think a uh, big question as to why we couldn't start off uh, the same way we did on Monday. I think the Brentford game could have been still at the back of the players' minds. You know, the last away game didn't want to start in the same way, so I think the players were quite tentative. Took a while, sussed out Southampton's performance. Uh, but then second half, we came out with that attacking intent, that, you know, that direct way of playing. First 10 minutes, we had a few chances. And then, you know, 55th minute, Diego Dallo with a beautiful cross and Bruno Fernandes, what a finish. So uh, Eric Tenag in his post-match conferences was like, look, that first period after the second half, that's how he wants us to play. And we came out hot. So that was positive. One thing I would say about Dallo is, um, you know, uh, great from an offensive standpoint, especially in the last two games, but... Uh, I think now, given our current back four, he's a weak link. I think we need a right back before this transfer window ends. Are you guys linked with anyone? We are not linked with anyone. You're getting rejected, what, 90 million for Anthony? <laughs> but we Nobody. Need a striker. Let me tell you this. No one wants to go to your club, right? Absolutely no one. Unless they want to retire, i.e. Casemiro. No. Casemiro is still in his no, prime. What did you think about, did you see the interview he gave? I, I don't know if it was United or Sky or something. But they asked him, you know, uh, why wasn't Champions League uh, a factor in your decision to join your new well, team? Well, he's right. He's won he's five. Won five. Because this guy is chilling now. He doesn't give a fuck about whatever he, what he's doing. He's like, I got my five championships. I'm just going to coast it. I'm going to collect my check that the Glazers are paying me overpaying me and boom 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 you know i get to look i would have loved a 25 year old holding midfielder he doesn't want to come uh we desperately needed he so well let's see yeah i i think your points are totally valid we're just only time will tell whether customer plays at a level but we definitely need a player there that wasn't fred so it was nice to see him come on, make his debut in the last 10 minutes. He helped us see out the game with his experience, calmness, composure. Uh, so it's good to see him. One thing towards the end of the game, uh, Ronaldo had acres of space and he was kind of one-on-one with the Southampton defender. Mm. And he tried to outrun him and he couldn't. He couldn't. I saw that. He could, yeah. So... That's that's a big concern, right? If Rashford isn't firing, Ilanga, you know, Ronaldo brings fifteen to twenty goals, maybe, but you know, he doesn't have that Wait. pace anymore. Yeah, yeah. But do you think so, Ronaldo's gonna stay as a bench player? No way. I don't think. No I don't fucking think, way. I think something. No fucking way. There's no way. Something's in the pipeline. He's, he's only got one or two seasons left. He's too. He still is a good, really good player. Not in that system. I mean, clearly you guys are a better team when he's not in there, based on the way you play. But that guy, man, he's not gonna just sit back and stay on the bench no. for these games. You know, he sat on the bench against Liverpool, biggest game of the season for you guys. Liverpool yeah. at Old Trafford. I mean, 
if I'm him, I'm just like, what the hell? I mean, this interview that he's supposed to give and lay it all out, I don't know. Um, but there's four days left. doesn't seem like anybody wants him. So yeah, that's the thing. He wants to play Champions League. I think, look, who's, who's big contention for Champions League this season? Man City, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barca, Bayern. He's not going to go to one of those teams, um, let alone start. I saw, yeah. so, I saw the Italian teams, the Milan clubs, um, Napoli as mm. well. Um, those are the teams that potentially, uh, I guess, supposedly his agents dropping him around to. Possibly. Italy could suit him, yeah. uh, given so how come, come so to America. now. Come to America. Yeah. But overall, big win for United. It's all about momentum. We got the back-to-back win. And it's, I think, the way we won today. We grounded out that result. Resolute defending. You know, can you get three points when you don't play well? I think that's very important. Uh, especially with us trying to get into the top four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Southampton didn't deserve to lose that game. They deserved at least a point. So I think we take the three points and we run. Big win. Yeah, I mean, that's good. You guys you guys got to keep going. But I have a question for you. So the game was at 4.30 in San Francisco. Did you did you I wake up? up? Did you wake up? I was up, sure? watched it live sure? like a true fan. Are you sure? Damn straight. Is that the first, was that the first 4.30 game you've woken up for? Because usually you don't. Right? No, it was not no, the first no, 4.30. But, but you, you usually don't wake up for these, right? Because I remember you asked me earlier no. in the week if there was any, anywhere to, no, anywhere to watch a replay. I didn't ask you anything. Um, I'm going to pull your fan card on that one. You know, I don't know. It's, it takes a sick person to watch watch games on delay. Just a sick person. I mean, you got to be just, ladies. If you want to know a red flag, a more clear red flag in a man, is if they don't watch sports live, red flag. Don't even pursue that man. Never. Don't touch him. And this guy is one of them. Thanks, this thanks. guy is one of them. <laughs> um, all, right. all right. I think that's all I had to say on the United game. Okay. So yeah, let's let's touch on. Some of the other games. I guess City first. I mean, just fuck, dude. I mean, I was watching the Liverpool game. It was on the same time. And then my cousins, we have a chat going, and they say City's down 2-0. I'm like, oh, wow, great. Palace, just, yeah. But City, man, they're just so, so good. Fucking so what do teams have to do to get the winning? I mean, Palace were 2-0 up, right? I think... The only way City loses is through injuries because uh, what a comeback again. I I heard a stat. City have been two goals down in four of their last six games, and I think they haven't lost any of those. Yeah, it's like our stat. Like we always, we dropped, we gave a first goal, right? And we didn't lose any of those until Monday. But it's, yeah, I mean, this team has all kind of firepower, and now they've got the best pure striker in the world, probably. No, he's unreal. And then, you know, they've got that fucking dickhead Bernardo Silva. Just He got a little lucky on his goal, but, you know, he He kickstarts it. He's involved in the second goal and blah, blah, blah. But he he gets it going. Holland has a thing, and it's scary. If you you allow this man to to start playing with confidence, it's scary for this thing. It's game over. You saw it with the third third goal. (laughs) Oh, the he asked goal. for that thing early from, I think, was it Gunawan or something? He asked for that. He's like, give it to me right now. And he knows there's a defender behind him. 
He gets the ball, and he's still just holding this guy off. And then he still has the... The strength. Pure strength. strength and, and what a just, finish. Oh, that guy. But the first and second goal he scored, that was all about his positioning yeah, and where he should be. It wasn't a crazy no, finish yeah, yeah. or crazy goal. Right? It was just That's positioning. Simple. Goal scorers, Being yeah. in the right place, right, right time. Striker mentality. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that third goal was dead. Yeah, and you knew he was looking for it. Like he asked for that thing when the guy was the ball was at the halfway line. And he said, "Pass oh, it yeah. in right now." And then he was like yelling, "He's like, put it here, put it here." And then, I mean, yeah, it's scary. He's, I think he's a different he's, level. He's, he's taking that team. You know, you think how does Man City get better than last season, last few seasons? It's adding Holland, <laughs> dude. Uh, well, I said it in previous episodes. Say it again. Very concerning. And De Bruyne, uh, Bernardo Silva feeding him. The City, I think, definitely have to be early favorites. Very oh, early favorites. No, no, no. They are the favorite. No one's... I mean, maybe Arsenal right now is showing signs, but Arsenal hasn't shown hasn't shown us anything recently in the last few seasons. City, we know they can keep this level for all 38 games. The whole season. So I, I don't think this it's a doubt. They're the ones to beat. Um, they've got a squad deep enough to play in all of these competitions. So, And quality in each position. Yeah, I mean, they've got two guys at each position, basically. They, they, they're they going to be tough. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. It, the only thing I could say is that yeah. there's – you know, these they've got these slow starts, so hopefully it's it's a trend and it keeps happening and there's something that teams can exploit, maybe is this I I think it's well set pieces, right? Yeah, both goals You've are set seen pieces. Yeah. Today's both goals today, they've been leaking three against Newcastle. But looks like also maybe teams are like, Hey, let's just give it a go. Uh and they may be having a lot braver approach yeah. to against City, especially the last two weeks, right? Yeah. So uh, I think that's good to see. It makes for it a good game. But for them to just score four, they don't panic. They never panic. Uh, never panic. You know, and again, just... I keep saying this is when teams go up two goals against City, they then sit back really deep. And that's probably what will happen whenever they play any of these big clubs. But then they, they almost just freeze, you know. And then especially when that first goal goes in, they just – Something happens, and I don't know. It just I don't know, maybe that's how good City is. That's just City, just like well. I yeah, I thought about that, but but I think also City then really shifted up. Again. No, I mean that could be it. They that's probably that's probably what it is. They're they're just, they're just that good. So like, it makes it seem like these teams are just you know sitting way too back, and but City probably lulls them to sleep with you know the tiki taka bullshit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. But did you? Yeah, uh, but what about the Arsenal game? Did you take a look at that? I did. So I saw the second half of that that match. Basically, all the things. I think the first half was pretty, pretty. It was quite a love for the first half. Not much going on. Second half, though, you know, Mitrovic, Gabriel was just. I don't know what he was. Yeah, careless smoking era. some crack or something. Just and your boy Mitrovic yeah, put it in. That little mafia bitch. Oh yeah, Mitrovic. But Oh, man. You know what? I was looking at Arsenal, four wins from four. On paper, you'd expect them to win. But the Arsenal over the last few seasons, maybe they win two of the first four, yeah. right? 
Martin Odegaard is probably like the Kevin De Bruyne of Arsenal. You know, he's at the forefront of all their attacking moves. Captain as well. What a signing. So I think they've got that mentality and character now to come back in games, get the three points. We didn't see that before. Yeah. Now they're a different proposition. Confidence is high. Winning's a habit. Four from four. Early on, they're looking good. What I will say is that World Cup, you know, middle of the season is going to throw a spanner in the works. Would that favor Arsenal or maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, it could. Uh, yeah, they there's they've started the season just how they need to. Um, they're playing very attractive. This I think they're starting to get to a Arteta style of play. He's the he's Pep Guardiola with hair, basically. Um, yeah, they they've they've got everything going. And today, yeah, you, like you said, this was a game that Arsenal probably loses or draws in past seasons. Yeah. Um, but you could just tell. I mean, they they responded pretty quickly um, after they gave up the goal, and the goal was going against run of play. I mean, that was just a, a stupid error by by Gabriel. Yeah. So, um, and Ramsey, you can make a shout might probably might should be able to save that one. Um, or Ramsdale, sorry. Um, and then, yeah, and then, I mean, they, they responded quick and then Gabriel, you know, redeemed himself with that. It was a sloppy, sloppy goal, but you put that pressure on team, they, it'll, they'll give in. So yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was a big win, Good for, win for the yeah, Arsenal. They, they definitely need that and they need to keep this momentum going. But like you said as well, it's, it's early days. Um, mm. they, they should have won all these matches anyway. So. Yeah. All right. So now we have the Champions League draw on Friday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. On wait, what? What'd you say? On Thursday. Champions League draw. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. You your draw was on Friday. Mickey Mouse League. Um, yeah, because it was funny. I I looked at the draw and I was like, well, "There's a there's a team that's missing in here." Um, but that's it's always nice. This is fun. You guys aren't even, you don't have anything to, you don't. We'll be there next You're season. going to be walking into the stadium. What is the, what do they even play at the Europa League? They don't play the Champions League anthem, obviously. So it's probably some, you know, bootleg version of that shit. Liverpool is always getting an easy draw. Huh? Yeah, easy no, no, draw. I, I mean, of all the English teams, I mean, City, you could say, make an argument. They got Dortmund and Sevilla. Those are, you know, decent. Dortmund's always good. But Napoli has always been a menace for us. They they always somehow take points off us. Ellison oh, saved you guys a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Right at the end. Against Amen. Napoli. So, hoping for a big Napoli win in the group stage. Listen, but, I mean, Rangers, Ajax should be an oh. easy group for us. Especially the fact that you guys are you guys saying. are turning into IXFC, just raiding all their players. Um, you know, we'll see. Chelsea got a pretty easy draw. You know, I think the big the big group is is Group C: Bayern, Barcelona, and Inter. That's a big one. So that'll be fun to see Lewandowski and reuniting with his pals Mane playing against Barcelona. That'll be that'll be the best group I think. Other than that, though, I think it was yeah. pretty. It was a pretty neutral draw. Tottenham got the Tottenham yeah. got the easiest draw of all the English clubs. They they lucked out really really well. So there wasn't really a group of death. 
I mean, that's the closest thing, right? Was the Group C, Bayern, Barcelona, and Inter. You know, those three teams, yeah. you could say, if Barcelona is back yeah. to their, it's the name, Barcelona, obviously, but they're not obviously yeah. at that level still. But that's that might be a good game. Um, they're a good group, yeah. so. Um, yeah, and you guys aren't in the in the competition anyway, so. We'll be the the next mighty. Year, you guys like are gonna be a mighty. Uh, what Arsenal is Arsenal in Europa League, <coughs> or in the Conference League? Yeah, Arsenal in the Europa. So yeah, League. United Arsenal Europa League final. Have fun. Have fun playing Actually, those, those Thursday Sunday turnarounds, playing this high pressing soccer. I hope we get knocked out in the group stage. You see, this is this is how shit of a fan you are. You don't even want to compete in all these competitions. No, the goal the trophy, is Champions trophies, League next you, season. You might not even qualify for Champions League in the league. So you guys need a the easiest route might be beating the Cyprus team, beating Sociedad. I hope Tenag plays the kids in the Europa League. I mean, obviously, I would love to see if you guys keep Ronaldo. I, I would, I would love nothing more than to see him starting against Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> what a fall from grace that guy has had just cashing it in and Juventus decided to come back and resurrect your shit fucking team nothing ha- nothing worked out and look at him now sitting on the bench collecting his checks I think we've had some positive signs the last couple of weeks we are back back's a strong strong word um, Eric Tenox at the wheel okay okay Okay. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. So yeah. that that kind of wraps it up for all the soccer stuff this past week and uh, all the games this weekend. We're recording on Saturday, so you know there's a few games left on Sunday. But who really cares? I mean, Spuds are playing tomorrow. Who cares? <laughs> um, so so yeah, we've got a new. Obviously, we've got we've been doing all these segments, but we've got a nice little segment on Indian matchmaking season two. It came out a few weeks ago. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it already. It's 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 an entertaining show to say the least. Sima Anti, incredible character. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the general gist of it, if you haven't seen the show, is you know, it, the Indian culture. You this was this matchmaking culture where you'd match families. You know, our parents' generation. I think the way a lot of them got married, they met for five. 10 minutes and then decided let's get married from then on. It's, it's a arranged, arranged marriage. marriage. So this is uh follows a matchmaker who's probably like, I guess some, one of the most popular ones in India. And she goes around the world and matches these people. And there are some characters on the show that, <laughs> that are, that are hilarious. So, I mean, let's get started with, with one. Who do you want to start with? I mean, this, there's so many I could, I know you got some stuff to say about Aparna. Oh, Aparna. Oh, this girl. Now, she was in season one, and she is the most just bland, boring girl. Oh, my God. I mean, I think it was in season one. She she said she doesn't like sense, a guy with a sense of humor. Like, who? what? What are, what are we talking about here? Doesn't you know? Like there was, I remember there was like a clip in season one where he was like, "It's uh, like, like, how do you feel about just relaxing for ten days at a resort?" And she's like, "If you're relaxing for ten days, I think something's wrong with you." I'm like what? That's Are nuts. you kidding me? Okay. Just, but what about season two? 
uh, after the first date with this guy, she uh, meets with an astrologer. She consults with an astrologer uh, and asks her if she should continue seeing this guy. When did you in-depth analysis she, after the first she, date with an astrologer? She, she's had this uh, sort of her intro in the season two was this, this like crazy, this, you know, the kind of slow music, all these zoom in shots to her and in her apartment. It's like she, she took DMT, like Aaron Rodgers just had the spiritual awakening. And it was like, I found myself over the last two years, you know, okay. Because people were just shitting on you on the internet for what you did in season one. I mean, she, she, she's just like, she's a typical me, me, me person. You know, she's like, if, if the guy oh, yeah. doesn't like me, that's his problem. I like me. Mm. that's the quote you gotta run away with her so and now she's a matchmaker herself right so <laughs> so she's been single forever and now she thinks that she can match make people because she knows how it is um okay cool <laughs> yeah yeah how's um what do you think of viral 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 is hot by the way. let's just get that out of the way viral's a hot girl yeah um she is. but she is She's got way too many requirements. Now I'm just going to pull up her requirements. I'm going to run down this list one by one because homegirl has it coming. Okay, so these first ones are make sense, right? So he's Gujarati background, fluent in Gujarati. Fine. Older man, 33, 37, fine. Taller than 5'8". She's, she's tall, I guess, so that makes sense. Hindu, debt-free, self-made man, like a doctor. That's all fine. This is where it gets really un unfortunate. Uh, no smoking, no drinking, no partying. Okay, so you just want a fucking nerd who just sits down and does nothing. Great. Good for you, girl. Have have a fun life. Stable and... <laughs> this is a funny one. I want a man who's stable and cool. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just hilarious shit. Talking... Can... Did you see? Yeah. She, she took the guy to a furniture store on the first that day. That day, he was yeah. Like, why am I here? That day was a train wreck. That day was such a train wreck. And then he was like, <laughs> he's like, uh, he's the guy who was Jane, right? And he was like, he's like, I'm Jane Gujarati. And he's like, I just think it's a stricter Hinduism. And she's like, how? <laughs> Tell me how. <laughs> and did you see she said, he quizzed on whether she's vegetarian. She didn't answer. And then she said, I'm ovolactic semi-vegetarian dude i'm vegetarian i don't know what that means yeah i don't know man there's new sh there's new words every day these day every day and she wants another this is there's a few more left that are just incredible uh requirements can talk sciency okay okay <laughs> knows this is the this is my favorite one this is on a requirement by the way knows pilates now now, how many guys do you know who do Pilates? I've never met a single one. <laughs> never met a single one. I mean, I know what it is, but I have no desire, nor do anyone I know, and my guy friends, <laughs> go do Pilates. So, so Viral is not for you then? Viral is not for me. That she, she scares me, honestly. Her and Aparna scare the shit out of me. So, <laughs> I mean, just... In a bad way? The other thing was... She she compared um, dating to was it like going to the moon? You know, she was like she was like if you know, she had all the requirements and the the matchmaker Simanti was like 
you know, you know, if you have all these requirements, you can't, I can't give you a guy that matches all this criteria. I can give you a guy that maybe matches like 75%. And then in her little uh, confessional interview, she's like, someone tells me something's impossible. I'm gonna show them how to do it. We went, we went, we went <laughs> to the moon. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, Viral, this is dating. We're not going to the fucking nope. moon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's Thanks, called, hey, it's, like, called, it's yeah. called talking to a man. That's it. Yeah. Great. Why? Um, we should. What about one of the guys? Oh, Akshay. Akshay. So, dude, Akshay gets set up on this date. And, you know, Seema Auntie, the matchmaker, before every date, she'll always say, you know, I think this will be a very good match. This girl rocks up. She's vegetarian. <laughs> Akshay owns a chicken farm. Chicken farm. And she's like, yeah, uh, I'm not big into meat. And that guy's like, well, dude, our family run a chicken <laughs> farm and we're all about protein. But Seema Auntie thought it would be a great match. Dude, yeah, that guy. <laughs> what a fucking... Effort. I mean, he's actually a pretty chill guy, I think, for the most part, you know? Yeah, no, he, he's a good the, guy. The scene of him, well, he's like, I've grown up with chickens my whole life, and he's, like, cuddling these chickens. I mean, <laughs> incredible, the chicken guy. Um, incredible. Just, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, you know, that was a crazy date. But, yeah, I think, yeah, he's, 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 he's got a cool... He's got a sick car, Mustang. He just seems like a chill guy. But yeah, he just lives in a bad city, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I don't know much about that yeah. city in India. So, um, and then what about the other guy, Pradyaman? You know, he was on season one. Got uh, mm. went on a couple of dates, yeah, yeah. didn't work out. They got him back for season two. He married a girl that Seema Auntie didn't introduce to, but they showed the wedding and everything. That's the thing. He even wore this red outfit. Apparently, Sting. Wore the same outfit as this guy. Yeah, yeah. This so th that's what I what you've noticed is the successful couples so far are <laughs> have not been have not with. been from Simant. They've just found someone yeah. else. And this guy, it's, he's, I don't know if you watched season one, but in season one, he was his whole thing was he wanted to be he wanted a sexual attraction to the woman, and she kept setting up with setting him up with these women that that weren't cutting it for him. <laughs> And and I think he went on a date with some like model at the end of season one. Um, I guess not. It didn't work out with them, but um, good for him. You know, they got married. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I did wish they they. That was one thing I wished that the season two they just had completely new characters. I was you know I didn't yeah. need I didn't need a partner. Like if she's done with the fucking matchmaking thing, then fucking cut her loose. But we got content. Love it. <laughs> um, that, what about Vinesh from mm, Miami? Yeah, Vinesh. Vinesh, okay, this guy. So, dude, the first thing you know, they're running through his profile. <laughs> he says he's he's athletic and into sports. Dude, you you're about three hundred pounds. As I say, listen, I'm a I'm a big guy. I'm not the fittest guy in the world. You know, I've got a giant gut to deal with. This guy, dude, he looks like he's he's two fifty walking around, and he's just he's just. I consider myself to be pretty athletic, you know. <laughs> what the fuck? He, he on on his first date with girl, he says, "Oh, I go to Barry. Maybe Barry's <laughs> burgers, shakes, and fries <laughs> because he ain't doing any athletic activity at Barry's." I'll tell you. That. Yeah, listen, man, that that guy. Um, I mean, at least I do think he was honest about. He's like. I think he was like, I do want someone that I'm attracted to. So, 
Shit. Yeah, I mean that's, that's fair, fair but, but just you can't <laughs> you can't be telling me you can't be coming out saying yeah. you know. But one one thing I will say, I do respect Vinesh, big football guy, massive respect. That was his criteria was a football buddy who wears his team's colors. Respect a man that does that. Do not respect a man that doesn't watch live sports. No, all right. Um. And well, then, uh, I, any, any other yeah, yeah, yeah. points you I have? I had one more was uh, Shito. Oh no, and and yeah, there's mm. yeah, and there's one more as well. Um, Shito was the mm. she's super hot one from New York, I think. Just an yeah. absolute babe. So she ended up finding that other guy outside of Sima Auntie. Yeah, this guy. An- another success outside Sima. Okay, so now they 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 just look like a gorgeous couple together. You know, good for them. Yeah. But this guy is a what was did. She, He's a cancer doctor who heals his patients through movements. So he and dance and dance. Mm. That's interesting to me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The guy just does a bunch of fucking TikToks, and he's supposed to heal cancer. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, she found she found him. So good for her. And then my girl from season one, Nadia. I mean. I don't know how she's still single. Yeah, she's, she's had a few tough breaks. tough breaks, but some also just self-inflicted. You know, they had though she had the whole she was she fell in love with this twenty-six-year-old dude this season. Mm. Like you're, I think she was in her thirties. Like you guys are in totally different stratospheres of what you're doing in life. There's no way a twenty-six-year-old yeah. is going to end up with you. Um, and she just shafted my guy Shaker. Just the the nicest guy, the way she just shafted him. I mean, I think he got friend zoned. Yeah, he, he didn't did. make his move, but the way she mm. just shafted him in front of his face was flirting with the other dude, and made out with the other guy. Oh, that is brutal! <laughs> and then she just tells him on Facetime, and you could tell the guy was just distraught. I mean, he was crying and everything. So, yeah. I feel for my guy Shaker. Um, but. When she, she back to she, the one date she went on, she was like, "Oh, this guy talks too much. Maybe, <laughs> you know, he's not for me." Now I'm thinking back. I'm like, "Shit, maybe that's why girls haven't texted me back because <laughs> I was yapping away on, on the date." I'm this, like, this "Shit, it must be me." This is true. You do the yap. You do yap a lot. So, um, uh, yeah, that was funny. I mean, it was an enjoyable show. You know. You, you you love to hate some yeah. of these characters. Reality TV is, yeah, is golden. I, I love it. I'll take it all in. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Take, take a look at that show if you guys haven't seen it. It's an awesome, awesome watch. It's not even that long, so pretty easy to watch. So yeah, that kind of wraps it up for, for week four. Um, packed weekend of, of games. You know, now the games are going to be coming in thick and fast. So, you know... Pretty much two games a week until the World Cup, so we're gonna we're gonna keep these episodes coming at you once a week. Um, we'll tr- we'll touch into all the games, obviously, and you know, as Champions League starts as well. You know, obviously, years we'll talk about Europa League, I guess. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll keep the episodes in. So go follow of our socials, like, comment, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Go check out the videos on YouTube. We're going to drop the Indian matchmaking segment as a se- as a separate video as well. So go check that out and share that with all your friends. You know, um, but yeah, that kind of wraps it up for 
for week four. So have a great week. Yes. Hope you had fun. All right. Take it easy. Cheers, folks.